0: everyone hey how you doing it's Matt Sella. today i am doing a season 2 review of the netflix's shira and the princesses of power yay isn't that fantastic folks i was actually supposed to get this review done a couple of days earlier but i've been so busy with some other things I'm trying to get my life figured out and all that kind of stuff but i'm here now finally going to talk about it and on this date of recording i uh, am aware that the song the hedgehog movie trailer the first one has dropped Was thinking about talking about that, but a lot of YouTubers have kind of already flooded the market with that, and I don't think my reaction will quite draw in people, because if you've seen my podcast mini about the leaked images of Sonic, I'm on the fence where I'm like, "Eh, it's just another interpretation of Sonic. I'm not going to die on this hill, whether it looks horrible or it looks okay, good, what have you. I'm pretty neutral about it, and a quick summary I could say about that trailer is, yeah, I'm kind of in the... Same way where I'm just like, eh, it's just another Sonic. I, I don't really care. Robotnik looks cool, especially on that last part, but someone tells me that's a post credit scene that they snuck in there because they want to draw you in. <sighs> After reviewing so many movies, you can kind of just know when things are just not worth talking about. I don't know. Anyway, but you're not here to hear about that. Unless you want me to talk about that, then let me know in the comments section below. Maybe I'll make a little podcast maybe a reaction to it and go more in-depth of what I think about it. Because I do have more. But we're here to talk about Shira Season 2. So, first things first, I'm going to mention is that Season 2 is only 7 episodes long. Where Season 1 was 13 episodes, and I did do a review for Season 1. Too long, didn't read version of that. I thought Shira Season 1 was okay. Writing could use some work. The animation style is not that bad. I like the backgrounds a lot. And there were some interesting opportunities there. But it kind of left me wanting more. Season 2, however, has some flaws and things that I... Don't quite care for and things that I'm kind of happy have been done. But to start things off, backgrounds in season two are not as impressive as season one. I was actually really impressed with some of the designs in season one. But in season two, I guess it's because we've already been to some of these locations or there's really no unique new locations we go to. It all kind of felt the same kind of minimal and I didn't care for that. The Horde cityscape still looked pretty cool to me, but We've already seen it before, so I don't know. I, I wish the backgrounds, they went a little bit more exotic and unique with some of those, but eh, what can you do? Catra, who is supposed to be former friend and rival to Adora before she left to the rebellion. Katra now fully serving the Horde. She has a more interesting arc in this one. Like, in the first season, I thought she was pretty alright. Made sense to why she's so angry and defensive when other people try to open up to her. And season two... She is essentially the same, but later on, we start to see her open up more about exactly why she is the way she is, or at least that she wants something to change and has an opportunity to do so with somebody, and we get to explore more of that, as well as like other people who are trying to open up to Katra, but Catra's not having any of that. So all in all, I think she's probably like the more interesting thing about Season 2 as of right now. And we finally kind of get an origin for Bo in one of the later episodes. And I thought it was really interesting. And actually, is kind of an interesting allegory for, like, common uh, issues that some folks might be going through right now. And not trying to get too, like, divisive here, but it kind of targets, like, coming out of the closet kind of way. I'm not saying that's exactly what's happening, but it's very liberal in that sense. But it's a very good topic to talk about because of, like, how do you come out to someone saying, like, for years, you wanted me to be this, but for a long time, I had to lie about it and actually become something that I'm afraid you might not like. It covers those kind of topics, and I thought it was a really good way to tackle it. Was it perfect? No. I can see people who are probably a little bit more, dare I say, conservative might find this pandering, and it does kind of have those moments a little bit. But honestly, I when I when whenever I watch something that some people say, oh, it's got like a liberal agenda or a conservative agenda. I usually look at it as, well, does it make sense in this world? Established with these characters, does it feel natural that these individuals are going through things? Does it make sense that they would go from A, B to C? That's what I look for, and to me, it felt kind of natural, and it made sense. It's a kind of typical story that we've heard before many times, just with something that's probably a little bit more at home for us. Might not be the case for everyone, that's fine, but I thought it was handled pretty all right. But the overall arc of this season was really, it was quite minimal, to be honest with you. We didn't get that Act 1, Act 2, or Act 3 that we kind of got from Season 1. In this one, it just kind of felt serialized. Like, there was no game plan quite focused on the main characters, aside from, oh, we just got to keep pushing back the Horde. We got snippets of, like, what could be coming throughout, but it wasn't really much to impact both sides of the story of these characters. So that's why I was like kind of underwhelmed with this storyline. Really, it's only like the last couple episodes that we really get where this series might be going. And I kind of wish we got more hints of that earlier on, but we didn't. So it didn't really leave much impression on me. And for those who heard my opinions on an old channel reviewing season one, I hate Entrapta. She is the princess of, like, science and all that stuff. And when she was introduced the first time in season one, I thought she was a neat character because I'm a guy of science. I love that kind of stuff. Whether it's real science or sci-fi, I like that stuff over magic. And it's always cool to see someone passionate about creating new things and making discoveries. And I loved it. But as season one went on, she flipped from being on the Rebellion to the Horde simply because the Horde can provide her with First One's tech and resources. And that was it. She didn't care... If people's lives were in danger, she wanted to do it for science, as she would say, and that just, that really rubbed me the long way, and I hated her character since. Now, in season two, Entrapta does kind of see her old friends Adora, Glimmer, and Bo, and they had no idea she was still alive because they, they thought she was dead from the first season, and you would think we'd get some emotional moments there when Entrapta starts to question what she's doing, but she's kind of still her same old self where she's like, Oh yeah, well I I I guess I am working for the Horde. I mean they got my stuff here and they gave me plenty of resources. I'm gonna stay with them for a while. It's like I'm I could go on and on about her, but long story short, I just hate how she came to the conclusions of some things and she does it for science, which to me just makes me feel like, oh you're just making us science enthusiasts look really shallow and I just hate that. I hate that. But what can you do? Maybe season three they'll give her a better character arc, but I have a feeling. That's not going to be the case. At least it won't feel natural. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, apart from that, saying that season two is only seven episodes, whereas season one was 13, this season was kind of underwhelming, in my opinion. There weren't really much things that stood out for me. Heck, I even watched the season twice. First time I saw it uh, Saturday, tried to get the review out, but it was very busy. Had to get some other work done, so I decided to rewatch it again in the background. And it still didn't really leave much impression on me. It had a couple moments. Uh, there were a couple highlights for me, like, there was one episode where they had art-style variants when it came to, like, planned sequences, which I thought was cool. Didn't really push the envelope, but you saw a couple easter eggs there, and there were some parts that kind of reminded me of those manga noir-type things, a little bit like Cowboy Bebop. I know it's a stretch, but it has that, like, 90s vibe to it, and I kind of liked it, but that was really about it. The only other thing I can say is, like, Drunk Adora is hilarious. And for those who don't know from season one, there's like a first one tech red thing that can infect her sword. And for some reason, that makes She-Ra go insanely mad where she just attacks anything. But if you separate She-Ra from the sword, she turns back into Adora. But instead of being angry, Adora is just like a happy drunk. And I have no idea why that is the case. But it's hilarious. And I love it. And they bring her back in season two, which is even more hilarious to me. But it's weird. I don't know why they chose to do it like that. But whatever. What can you do? Anyway, that's going to essentially be it for my review. I thought it was okay. A bit of a step back in my opinion. But that might mostly be because there's less episodes and not really much of an arc going on. Felt more like a mid-season finale. Don't know when season three will be coming out. We'll have to wait and see. Hopefully we'll get a more interesting arc this time around. Hey guys, I want to thank you so much for joining me on this podcast TV review. I don't know if I established it was spoiler-free, but it was spoiler-free. I didn't want to give away too much. Thank you all for joining me anyhow. If you want to support me, please consider going to patreon.com forward slash matsella Consider donating as little as a dollar a month. It'll really help me go a long way. You can also see some of my latest artwork there. Gonna start playing some more animations after the Game gumps animated. And a couple other fun things, and... If you can become a Patreon of mine, I'd be eternally grateful. It will allow me to keep creating content just like this and much more. And as I mentioned in the beginning, if you do want me to give my opinions on Sonic the Hedgehog Movie Review, please let me know in the comment section below. Or apart from that, use the comment section below to let me know, did you see The she Season 2? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Whatever your thoughts are, please let me know in the comment section below. Join the conversation. All right, guys, this has been Matt Seller. Thank you all for tuning in.